Okay, what's up guys? I am queen of not recording. So we are recording. Recording is in progress. I hope you guys are having an incredible night. Drop a little heart for me if you can hear me okay. I am so pumped to do this. I know that I can ramble sometimes and I've made it super intentional to keep this 20 minutes and less. I have a lot on my heart because I, I'm realizing more and more, like I'm just not in the business of just, you know, showing up on social media in hopes to like get the three steps into people's hands. I enjoy the process of being in the long haul and watching somebody transform into a leader. So I want to ask you a couple questions. I want you to write these down. I don't expect you to answer them. These are for you and you only because this is a self-development business and you want to build a rock hard team. You want to go to the top. You want to build your paycheck. Like you have to be able to look at yourself and be honest with yourself on where you're at and where you want to go. So number one, what kind of entrepreneur do you want to be? This hit me in the face today because I want to share something that I did and maybe you guys can go out and do yourself. My dad added me to this like Filipino group. I'm half Filipino. He's full Filipino. And I, I got in this group and I made a post in there and I said something like, hey, is there anyone who speaks Tagalog who would be willing to do a Zoom with me and translate? I just launched a brand new business opportunity in the Philippines. And I had one person message me and there were over 4,000 people who saw it, but one person messaged me and was like, hey, I wanna know about this. I own this pharmacy in the Philippines and I'm interested. Now, in this moment, I want to see like a wave of fire. How many of you guys would know what to say in that moment? Because I had this limiting belief for one second of like, what do I say as the perfect pitch? Like, what am I going to say to this? How am I not going to word vomit? And I, I'm going to share with you exactly what I said. But if somebody were to say like, hey, what do you do? What is it that you just launched? Do you have confidence that you can go and have them say, hey, can I call you? And you say yes, and you hop on the phone and you are able to go through that. So let me see it really quick. I have been chatting with freelance girl, Bali. That is so up your alley. Oh my gosh, for real. I'm surprised you don't live in Bali yet, Hazy. Okay, I love this honesty. And honestly, I was in this place too. So my number one thing, if, if you're in this space, how are you practicing your pitch? You don't practice your pitch with people who you have conversations with because most likely you don't have a lot of people in your inbox who are blowing you up saying, hey, what do you do where you're getting the chance to practice this? So going live, taking that three to five minutes to go live and have an intentional action and say, I'm gonna talk about the business opportunity. I'm gonna have a beginning, a middle and an end. I'm gonna start out with where I was at before Thrive and why did I join? What have I experienced so far? And what is my vision for where I'm going? If you can create a storyline and take people through your journey in three to five minutes, just like that, for me, I have mine down. I'm four years deep though. When I get on the phone with somebody, I'm a talker. Like I'm not, I don't want to ever really text. Anybody on my team knows like you text me, I'm calling you right away. I want to talk. So same thing. I do the same thing with my potentials and you may not be like that, but I want to take you through how I do it. So this person said, Hey, can I call you? And of course my heart was like, Oh my gosh, I just picked my son up. My life is crazy. I give him my phone number. He calls and I'm like, Oh, it's going down. Okay. So I pick up the phone, professionalism, 
What's up, Martin? How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Yeah, I'm interested. Okay, great. Let's talk. Here's where I start my pitch. I started this business because I wanted more energy and I wanted more time. I loved that we had a once uh, one of a kind product that you can't get from anywhere else. Now, if you're not talking to the right people, you're going to feel like you're convincing them to find the value in your product. But when you talk to the right people, when you say ground floor opportunity, we've only been around for 10 years and we have a product you can't go to Target and get, you can't go run to Rite Aid and get, and you can only get from somebody who sells the product, they will see that they're in a position of being in high demand. So I need you to understand what position you're in right now and what you have your hands on. Anybody can go get vitamins. They've got They've got products that can even replace your coffee and give you that energy. It's our patch that is different than anything else. And I always lead with our DFT because it is one of a kind, because I want to position myself as that person who has something that no one else has. And then I incorporate the three steps. But that is the thing that I always get people talking about is because it's not something they've ever tried before. So that's the beginning of my pitch. Why did I start? What have I created? I don't go in and talk about income ever. I don't tell people like, oh, I've made six figures and I earn all of these trips. I just say my life has completely changed because I've been able to help so many people create an extra income and feel better. It doesn't have to be you, 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 you. I want to tell you about what I've accomplished and what I, all of these things. Like you don't want to brag about yourself. You want to brag about how much you help others. You want to make your pitch about what you do for someone else, because nobody's really going to care at the end of the day, how much money you make. They want to know what you're going to do for them. So vision, as I was talking to this person, I was honest with them. I don't have a single promoter in the Philippines. I couldn't even tell you what the currency is over there, but I will tell you that what I have here on my hands in the US is incredible. And this is a ground floor opportunity for you to get in over there. So I need you guys to start dreaming a little bigger and thinking bigger and getting out of this bubble that we're only in the US. We have Canada, we have the UK, we've got Asia. Like there are people who have never heard of Thrive before. And all you need is one bilingual person. One person who's like, ask them, you know what I did too? I asked my nail lady. I was like, hey, you speak Vietnamese? Will you go live with me in Vietnamese and talk about these three steps? I will have no idea what you're saying, but get. I'm creative. I'm like, how can I get this word out? I don't speak this. I'm not about to go do Google Translate, but I know that this lady does my nails every two weeks. She's incredible. We've built a relationship. I will give you products for free if you go live for me and we talk about it. Boom. Now you have an opportunity. Now I have an opportunity video in Vietnamese. Now I have an opportunity video in the Philippines. So as I start to network, I can use Google Translate and go through conversations behind the scenes. But when somebody says, what do you do? I'm sending them that opportunity video. Get creative. Get, we got to get out of our comfort zone and start talking to more people because there are people here who speak Spanish who never go live in Spanish. There are people like you have a market that is untapped to all of us who are not bilingual. And if you're not utilizing that, you're doing yourself a disservice, 100%. So what kind of entrepreneur do you want to be? I want to be a professional and I'm, I'm ready to position myself as a professional by putting myself out there and putting myself in front of people who I know that they can help me and I can help them. This is a business. 
We're here to make those relationships and build that rapport. But if you're getting your nails done every two weeks and that lady doesn't know what you do and you've built that relationship, she knows you by name and you know her, you should probably start asking the question, hey, go live with me. Let me tell you, this is all we're gonna talk about. Three simple steps done in your first 15 minutes. If we wanna talk opportunity, we could talk opportunity, but I wanna challenge you to get creative. Join groups, whatever it is that you gotta do to dream a little bigger. So. Are you thinking big or are you thinking small? I know I was thinking big from day one, but I've gone through ebbs and flows where I think big and then I get self-doubt and I think small and then I think big again and then I think, think small. So if you've had your ebbs and flows in this business, give yourself that grace and be proud that you've been able to even think big at some point. That's proof that it's possible. So if you're not there right now, you can get back up. Don't beat yourself up for not being there. And if you're not there and you've never experienced it, I need you to pull from my confidence right now and know that I'm no one special. If I can do this, you can do this. I'm just willing to put myself out there. I'm willing to ask the questions. I'm willing to go live when no people hop on and talk about where I was, where I'm at now and where I'm going. Beginning, middle, end. That is the biggest question I get is how do I know what to talk about? How do I know how to bring the products up? And when you become a professional storyteller, you're no longer selling anything. You're no longer having a pitch. You're sharing a story and your story is yours. So literally we just launched in multiple companies. So have you practiced your pitch? That was my second one. Okay, so this one's huge. This is all about vision. Do you have a goal that you're working towards? I wanna give you an example. I ask people all the time, what is your goal that you have in mind? Why are you here? What are you working towards? You know, I wanna pay off $13,000 in debt. Okay, great. Have you written that down anywhere? Are you looking at that somewhere? Do you wake up thinking like, okay, today I need to put an effort because I'm working on paying $13,000 in debt. And the answer 90% of the time is no. If you're running in the dark, you're not running towards anything. You're running in a circle. So it's time to start getting clear on what you want. Now, once you know, like, okay, I want to pay off $13,000 in debt. We break it down into small goals. What's your time frame? You want to do that in 24 months? What's 13,000 divided by 24? That's how much you need to start making weekly. That's how much. When you break that up, I'm gonna do the math right now, just because that sounds like not a lot of money and it's totally possible. So we're gonna do 13,000 divided by 24. That's two years, that's $541. There are four weeks in a month. So I'm gonna divide that by four. That's $135 a week for you to pay off $13,000 in debt in two years. That is doable, that is possible. How many of you guys have received one paycheck that was over $15 so far? One paycheck. Drop it in, drop it in the comments. Let's see how many of you guys have earned at least one paycheck over $15. Mm. Yes, yes. That's where it starts. It starts with 15. Nobody starts out earning $3,000 a week. We all start at 15. My first check was $7.50. My first week, I didn't even have enough to transfer it to my bank account because it needed to be like $25. I could have been like, ah, oh, I've only made third, I've only made $7 in my first week. This just isn't for me, but I had vision. I was like, no, this is cool. This is just the beginning. I know this is going to be more. I held on to that vision. So I want to see in the comments, what's one thing you've done this past year that you're proud of? One thing. 
Have you gone live? Have you made friends? Have you healed? Have you been able to realize your toxic traits and heal them? Have you let go of toxic relationships? Have you blocked people that make you get into comparison? Have you earned your free product credit for at least six of the 12 months in the last year? Have you earned a weekly paycheck? What are you proud of? Have you been more patient with your kids? Have you been more present with your kids? What is it? Have you been able to dream a little bigger, travel more, not stress out as much? Maybe all those things are still present in your life, but you're surviving off the vision of what's to come. You're like, look, I haven't seen change. I haven't really felt it. I'm still in the situation, but I have faith that there's going to be something bigger. If that's what you're holding on to, that's okay too. I'm the first person to say that I am not motivated by where I'm going. I don't have this huge, huge, huge vision. And I never really have. I'm motivated by where I never want to go back to. So if you're not where you were when you started, you should be proud of that in itself. Don't so much compare where you're not. Compare how far you've come. So I read this quote today and it just like, it hit me like a ton of bricks because I had this limiting belief around money for so long. And I was like, I should be grateful for what I have. Like I still have roof over my head and food on the table. But I was like, man, I, I literally see like people going to space, like the Amazon, the owner is literally going to space. He's loaded with money. Why can't I live a life? I'm not saying I want to go to space, but why can't I like go down and purchase my first investment property? Why can't I have $100,000 in hard savings? Why can't I have a $5,000 IRA? Like mindset, I'm on mindset right now. Like my mindset is on investments in equity, things that I can pass down to heart. And I read this quote today and it said, money ain't everything, but it sure is right up there with oxygen. How many of you guys can relate? Like money's not everything. You may not be money hungry. You may not be power hungry, but you know damn well that if you had an extra 10 grand in your bank account every single month, your life would look significantly different. Your confidence would look different. You wouldn't be as stressed. And I need you to understand that that's exactly what we have our hands on right now. I'm not telling you that in one year you're going to make $10,000 a month. You could, hell. But I will say four years in, it's possible. That's where vision comes in. Is this $13,000 in debt isn't going to compare to that $13,000 weekly paycheck, but you have to have the vision and belief that it's possible. So the man who said that money is the root of all evil flat out didn't have any. And I truly believe that. Everyone who has projected their negative self-belief around money onto me were people who didn't have any. And it's easier to blame money being evil than taking accountability for lack of work ethic. So we've got to have all these little goals. I remember I told myself I couldn't manage a business because I didn't have any business classes, but here we are like building digital empires. Can we please just like clap for ourselves really quick that it's 9 p.m. Eastern time and there's 70 of you guys sitting on a Zoom listening to little old me because you are hungry. Whether it's maybe because you're my friend and you love here just to support me or you genuinely love me enough to know that I want to take you to the places that I see that you can go.
And if you've ever met me in person, like I swear God gave me the gift of vision and it's not vision for envisioning like where my life is going to go. I love meeting somebody and seeing where they think they're at and being able to see right through that and seeing where they really are going to go. I love speaking that life into women and showing them what I see because 90% of us can't see our gifts. We can't see what we bring to the table. And that's why we live in doubt and fear and in comparison and insecurity is because we can't see the gifts that we have, but everybody else around us can. And a true leader can bring out those gifts in somebody. So if today is your day one, if you're wondering, what do I share on social media? Like, how do I show up? How do I inspire people? You inspire people by sharing your gifts and your gift is your voice. Your gift is how you give. Last week, I challenged everybody to go and give a compliment to every single person that they encountered. Like, who actually did that? Like, who actually, when they went and pumped their gas, they gave that girl a compliment. I love your lashes. I love your hair. All right. Well, not many people. That's sad. <laughs> hey, this is what I've realized. I've realized in this business that not everybody's going to have the same motivation and that there's different seasons, you know, and everybody talks about like a winning season, but a season isn't always winning. Not everybody can be winning at the same time. Some people it's your planning season right now. Some people it's your harvest season. Some people it's your watering season. So we're all in a season, but it's going to be different than the person next to us. So people who lose out on life, allow themselves to be controlled by life and by people and by circumstances. But at the end of the day and at the beginning of every day, we get to decide what we allow. And I hope that today you decide to dream big. You decide to believe that your voice is powerful and that all you have to do is ask the question. All you have to do is press that live. All you have to do is get intentional and say, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm done playing small. Like I'm done doubting my gifts. I could literally die tomorrow. What am I going to be so proud of? Am I going to be proud that I waited until I felt ready? Or am I going to be proud that I threw myself into the lion's den and press that button every single day? I could tell you right now, I'm in a season with my team where I have watched women rise who have been with me for years. And we're not like, we're not fast runners. We're not like hitting the top of the company in six months, y'all. But we're in it for the long run. And that's what's built our characters. The more that we persevere together, the stronger leaders we become because we get to decide if we're going to keep going, if we're going to quit. So if you've been here for more than three months and you're still here, I am so freaking proud of you. That is the hardest decision to make. I don't care what your paycheck looks like or what your back office looks like. I just care that you're here. Because they say that the hardest belt to get in Taekwondo is the white belt. It's literally the first belt. But the reason it's the hardest is because 99% of people will never start. You made that decision. And that is something to be so proud of, but see it through. Allow yourself to grow into this woman that you're going to become through this business. This is just your vehicle. And if your actions inspire others to dream more and learn more and do more and become more, you're a leader. So keep sharing that motivation, keep sharing that inspiration, keep sharing that vision. And if anybody has anything to say about you and your choices that you're making, 
I need you to just bless and release. I was literally about to throw the middle finger up there and I was like, we're not gonna be bougie tonight, okay? I don't even know if bougie is the right word. I feel like bougie is like a classy word. We're not gonna be ratchet, whatever these cool words are that people say. I sound like such a freaking old lady. Like I'm 30, I should not be saying whatever these little kids are saying. Like, hold on, let me just get my knickerknackers and get my little nighty on. So it's almost my bedtime. I'm almost done here. So people lose out on life and allow themselves to be controlled by life and by people and by circumstances. I am so guilty of this. I'm so guilty of not getting any likes on my live video and then deleting it because of feeling insecurity. I am so guilty of filtering my photos and making myself look perfect because I was so insecure about how I looked because I was in comparison. And what I learned along this journey is if there was no one to compare it to, I wouldn't feel inadequate. And that's when I had to put my blinders on and realize that the people that I'm comparing myself to are not walking the same path or have been blessed with the same gifts or have experienced the same story. So why do I think that we should be the same? I don't wanna live a life where I feel less than, or I'm always in comparison, or I feel like there's something wrong with me that I constantly need to change. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And truthfully, the, my first tattoo that I ever got is down here on my stomach. And it says fearless and thorough from the very start. And it's truly an AA saying, because when I decided to get sober, I had to decide that I was going to be fearless in this pursuit of living life to the fullest, but thorough through it. And that means self-realization. That means accountability. That means discipline. I have to be thorough with my life if I wanna see it through and live fearlessly. And I hope that makes sense. I don't know if it does, but the last thing I wanna share with you is leaders instill in their people a hope for success and a belief in themselves, but positive leaders empower people to accomplish their goals. The only way you're gonna accomplish your goal is when you start actually seeing them as little goals and not the big ones. Homeowners should be on your dream board, but on your daily to-do list, homeowners should not be on that list. You need to break down your little, little goals and then slowly start making yourself proud. If you have not earned your product credit yet, that should be your number one goal. Forget the debt, forget the rent, forget the groceries. Start small and then build on that. Master one thing and then add another to your list. That's all we're doing is we're adding a little bit more to our proud list. Because I don't want to see women or a culture that, that hustle. I want to see women who are proud, who stand on that stage and know that they didn't work themselves into the ground and they didn't sacrifice all of their being to get there, but that they were willing to push through the trenches because they wanted to make themselves really, really proud. So that's all I got, guys. I hope that this, this created that vision for you that we're not we're not in competition with anybody we're here to create our own lane and that we don't have to change anything about ourselves to get there but we do have to get intentional and a little bit more clear on what are the gifts that we have inside us that we can share and if you're here right now you have a heart to give so start sharing that love that inspiration that kindness that empathy if it's positive share that shit don't change who you are because you think that's what a businesswoman should look like. I wanna be sitting in my flip-flops or in my wedged heels with my 70s pants and my overalls with all my tattoos showing and my bright red lipstick, sitting in the boardroom as the first millionaire in my family, regardless of what I look like.
Do not change who you are to fit into what you think success looks like. You create the lane. You envision who you want to be and what your higher self is going to act like. And the last thing I will say is that my team knows that my vision right now is to have all of them walk on stage dressed to the T in our heels with this tight outfit looking fly, being so proud that this is a tribe of moms who decided to fight. So love you guys. Have a great night. And my inbox is always open if you have any questions.